Hi, everyone, and welcome to Everything with Jenna. My name is Jenna, and thank you so much for listening to my little my little corner of the podcasting universe. I really appreciate it. Um, so today, you guys, this is going to be a little bit of a harder podcast for me. Um, as you all know who have listened to this podcast before, I share my life, and sometimes life is messy and sad. And I've talked a lot about my little dog, my little Lily, and unfortunately, we had to put her to sleep on Saturday. It was really sad. Uh, yeah. So Lily, uh, you know, oh my gosh, she's just the sweetest little dog in the whole wide world. Just the absolute most sweetest, sweetest little dog. She's a chihuahua. And... She showed up at my office uh, about four and a half years ago, and she was, she, we think maybe she was just dumped in the, in the community where I worked. Not sure. Uh, She might've just been used to have babies or something because she's like the cutest little chihuahua in the whole world. Like so adorable. And um, so no one claimed her. She wasn't microchipped. Her teeth weren't in the best condition, so we don't think she was taken very good care of. Uh, when I walked into work on a Friday morning, it was thundering and lightning out, and there's this little tiny chihuahua, and my uh, coworker and friend, Kevin, was holding her, and he was like, look at me, Mama Jenna, and I was like, why is there a dog here? And she's just so sweet and so cute. Um So with that all being said, we did our normal routine of putting it out there. Does anyone know this dog? No one did. And uh, I remember we had a kennel in our office because when you work in a neighborhood, lots of times dogs get out and that sort of thing. So we're always very prepared for that. And, And we put the kennel in my office. And I remember filming her and showing her to texting it to my now husband, we were we were not married. We weren't even engaged yet, actually. We were living together, and I remember filming it and filming her and going, "Look at how cute I am! I don't bark. Can I can I come home, please?" And so he was like, "All right, let's try it out." And my best friend and Patricia and Kevin, they got like we went to PetSmart and Patricia had stuff because she lived really close by. So she kind of they set me up for like a little like little like take home gift, you know, take home because, of course, we were not prepared to take home a dog. Um, So we did on a Friday by Saturday, like she was already part of our family. Uh, So that next Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember, I took her to the vet and uh, got her all checked out. And, and, you know, she was just, she definitely had a few things, nothing big. Uh, Her teeth weren't so great, like I said, but otherwise she was pretty healthy. Uh, They thought that she was probably around five years old, which was interesting because the day that she showed up in my office was the actual fifth anniversary of my working there. So it was my fifth anniversary of working there. And then it was like, oh, she's five. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's kismet. Uh, So instantly she just really became part of our family. I had thought of naming her Bella because I really like that name. And then uh, my husband said Daisy. And then we asked Jack and we're like, what do you think we should name her? And he just looked at her and he's like, I think her name should be Lily. And we said, 
that's perfect, Lily. And that's how she was named. And um, she knew her name like super fast too. Like, so she was pretty, she was very smart. She was pretty much potty trained. Um, She never, ever, ever barked. Like that was the craziest thing. She only barked at like the door. That was it. Um, And if she was put in her kennel for any, for any length of time and knew that we were home, she was not having any of that. But uh, Lily just was an instant part of our family and she loved her daddy so much. I mean, he is her person. We all are her people, but I mean, she just, oh my gosh, she followed him everywhere. And, uh, she just, I mean, on the couch, she would just sleep on him and just, I mean, so, so, so such a daddy's girl. Uh, when we moved into our new house, which we've been here almost four years now, uh, she just, I mean, she just instantly loved the backyard and everything. I just... She just, I mean, I don't know. She's like the perfect dog, little tiny little thing. When we got her, she was about four pounds. She beefed up to almost six pounds at a time. Um, and then last April, April, 2019, she got pneumonia and she was hospitalized. We almost lost her. It was, it was really, really scary. And, uh, with that, we had a lot of trouble with, uh, her collapsed trachea And finally, this earlier this year, we found this medicine that they put her on and it worked and she just wasn't coughing anymore. She was just so happy. And then about three months ago, she started not eating. So back to the vet we went. And when we did, they were, they did a, they did some blood work and they said her liver enzymes were high. And they weren't sure if it was like a bile duct something, I don't know, gallbladder. There's all this stuff. So ultimately we were referred to a specialist. Specialist worked and worked and worked with her. Um, but for the last three months, she's basically been on nonstop antibiotics, probably six, five to six medications daily. And she was hanging in there, um, but they it wasn't just wasn't doing a lot. It wasn't, it was helping, but not as much as, as like her specialist would have liked. And so we were kind of down to this, this thing, um, where they said either we can continue on antibiotics and see if, if it works, or we could also do a liver biopsy where she would have to have a pretty major surgery just because she's so little, um, to take out a big piece of her liver to find out what the problem was. Um, so we were, we were pretty hesitant to do that. Uh, and we kept her on antibiotics and then it just, she just stopped eating completely. It was very challenging to get her to eat. She, um, over the last few days, she just, she just wasn't feeling well, you could tell. And then she just started throwing everything up and drinking a lot of water. And then I noticed, that her eyes started having a yellow tint to them, which I knew, I mean, I'm a mom, I understand what jaundice is and things like that. And so with that, um, I had called her specialist and, and she was like, okay, she's like, well, you know, just take her off the antibiotics at this point, it's not helping. And uh, she's like, you know, you can do the liver biopsy. She goes, you guys just need to figure out, you know, think about what you want to do. Um, 
but then we just decided to take her into our, her regular vet. And, um, we talked with him for great length and we knew it was time. Her quality of life had just, you know, she started having accidents and she just, she just wasn't happy, you know? And it's like, you pick her up and she'd moan, um, she's, you know, and that sort of thing. And, and it just, it was the hardest thing that I've ever been through. And that's saying something considering we've all dealt with death, but it was so hard. Um, so, you know, she was there obviously on my lap and, um, they're just so kind and, and I'm going to be honest, I've never been in a situation where I've been the person there to actually have to put an animal to sleep before. And, uh, so it was my first experience with that. And same with my husband, uh, you know, growing up, we had cats, I had cats growing up and my dad was always the person who did that. Um, who, when that time had to come, so to, so to speak. Uh, so it was the first experience I've ever had doing that. And, it was so emotional, obviously. And I have honestly had animals before and I've always loved my animals. Obviously. I mean, I don't know why I say obviously, but I mean, I, I I love my animals, but I have never loved an animal as much as I have loved Lily. And she was just so perfect for our family. And we only had her for a little more than four years. And I feel cheated in a way. And I know that's what happens with death, right? You feel cheated. And it's just so, so strange because things like hit me. It's been a few days now and things randomly like hit you. So today, for instance, I left to take Jack. Um, Jack is going on vacation. He's, he's able to sneak in a little vacation with his grandparents And when I got home after taking him to his grandparents, I, um, it's just so natural for me to walk through our, from our garage through our laundry room and there's double doors and you open up the other door and she's normally sitting right there, like waiting, like excited, you know, and, and it's just like, it hits you like she's not there. And I did a lot of reading about the loss of a pet and how to handle it. And some people say, from what I was reading anyways, people say that it's, it's oftentimes harder when you lose a pet than when you lose like a family member, especially if it's someone like an aunt or an uncle or something like that. And of course, losing someone in your family is, is never easy, but, but it's like when you have this pet who has depended on you for everything and you, they're your, they're your companion, And it's just, uh, it's just so odd, you know, and, and I think I was sharing how I've been watching Hamilton a lot and, uh, all I keep thinking of it's quiet uptown, you know, and if you've seen Hamilton, you know what I mean? And, and it's just like, that's, it's just like our house is so quiet, which is weird because Lily was not a loud dog at all. Like I said, she never barked. She was super like quiet. She slept a lot. She was kind of lazy in a, in a lot of ways, but like she loves sunshine. And, um, <clears throat> like yesterday morning we were, sitting in the living room and there's a spot in our living room. We have a lot of windows in our living room and, uh, 
there's a spot where she would always lay every morning because she loved laying in the sunshine. And yes, we live in Las Vegas, but you know, inside air conditioning and she would always lay in the sunshine. And, uh, it was just really obviously noticeable that she wasn't there. So, and, uh, (laughs) it's just so crazy that this little Chihuahua who was like five pounds, just like could put such a big hole in our family. And, you know, it's just like, I, uh, I just, I know that we will miss her tremendously. And I never understood that, that love for a dog before. Honestly, I've only ever had one other dog and it was with my ex-husband and he kept her because she was his dog. Like I got her for him. And while she was the family dog, I never, I mean, I, I loved her, but I didn't like have like super bonded relationship with her. Not like, not like Lily. And, uh, so I can honestly say that this is probably the hardest experience as far as like losing a pet I've ever, ever had. And, uh, like it'll be fine. And then something, you know, will come up and it hits you. And, and obviously I've experienced loss, but, uh, this one is, this is challenging. This is very, very challenging. And our, you know, and then it's just like my husband, you know, we, and I said, I don't ever want to have another dog again. And he was like, no, he goes, we're going to, that won't, you know, he basically said like, I get what you mean because you don't want to deal with that. But on the other side, like, look at how much joy she brought us and not anytime soon, but you know, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. And, um, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's, and anyone who's lost a a pet before that you've been close with, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, It's just so strange that this little dog that literally was five pounds, but she was five pounds of love, you know, and that's the thing. She just, she just was so loving and so sweet. And even like the vet and the specialist, they said, cause I had to cancel our next appointment and, and, uh, the specialist was just, you know, she was like, she was just such a sweet girl. And she really was. So it's one of those things that the messy part of life is death. And I know that it happens. And it doesn't mean that people who I've lost in my life before, obviously, it's very challenging and and it hurts. But I just, I just am still just, I, I don't know, I just still so surprising just how much, how much hurt this is. I mean, I've lost, like my dad died, you know, as I've shared before on other podcasts. And today is the anniversary of his death as well. So there's just a lot of emotions, a lot of, lot of emotions thinking about life and death right now. And then of course, with everything else going on with, with coronavirus and, you know, everything, it's just, I was telling my husband, I said, I think people look to me naturally to be the person, the cheerleader, the happy person. And, and that's fine. But there's times when obviously I just can't be that person. And now is one of those times. And I would love, love, love to 
make everything feel better, but I know that I can't do that. And so I recognize that and, you know, here we are. So I know that our lives will continue and with time it will be easier, but it still will never be the same. And I know that it seems kind of selfish for me to be so sad because I wasn't the one in pain, but we did everything we could. And, and at least I don't think that, like, at least I don't, you know, and even our vet said, he's like, you guys have done more than anyone else would have ever done, you know? And he's like, you guys have gone so far over and above trying to save her. But at some point, you know, it's part of life. And that's kind of where we're at. So, um, I'm sorry. I know this is a really depressing podcast, uh, but as I've shared before, this podcast is probably more for me than anyone else, even though don't get me wrong. I'm really like, don't stop listening, please. Cause I'm really, really appreciative of that. And it makes me, makes me, uh, feel better when other people hear my stories. I don't know why that's my selfishness, I guess. Like, I just really like that a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, yay, other people kind of understand where I'm coming from. But, um, it's just hard, you guys. Like I, like I said, this is a new experience for me with the loss of a pet. And of course, like I Google and read all kinds of stuff about it. And I know that it, it it's going to get better with time, but it will never be the same. And uh, there's a hole for sure. There is a, a big hole in our family right now. And I know that it'll get better. Um, I keep telling myself it'll get better and it is, you know, there's things like happen and I, you know, like we laugh and then we cry and then everything's okay and try to focus on other things. But I just, this podcast is part of my life and I have to, I, I feel a responsibility to myself more than anything to share kind of what I'm going through and this is what I'm going through and it's not super happy, but it is part of everyday life. But I guess that's when you can experience the best of the highs, right? When you're at a low and then you can recognize what the happiness is too. So anyways, I am going to end this podcast now, but I just want to thank for those who have reached out. I really appreciate it. And my family really appreciates it. And, uh, I know that it means a lot to all of us. So thank you for everyone who has shared kind words with us as well and, and, uh, understands. So with that being said, (laughs) I am going to end this podcast now and thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day. Bye everyone.